I promise you this will be my best shot at giving you a very interesting piece of audio. I'm Paul O'Mahony and I'm talking to you from a wood outside the city where I live in Cork, Ireland. And it's a really big day for me because I'm entering a competition this evening, the first round of the, the, first round of the Toastmasters International Speech Contest. The first round takes place at my local club in Blarney. And I'm going to go to that club this evening and I'm going to make three promises. I'm going to promise that club members, the people in the room, that every utterance, every phrase, every paragraph that I'm going to speak over the next five to six minutes will be specially chosen, designed and delivered for the benefit of every single person in the room. I'm going to promise them that I'm going to do my very best and I'm going to promise them that what I offer them I believe to be the most supportive content that I've ever given at a Toastmasters meeting in my life. Toastmasters, I want you to hold me to these promises. I want you to hold them to me this evening, but I want you to hold them for me for as long as I am a member of Toastmasters. I joined Toastmasters down in the Radisson Blue Hotel on Little Island on a Wednesday evening, taken there by my good friend Shirley Gallagher. And I had a sort of a general interest in Toastmasters because another friend of mine had become very good at making speeches from being very bad at making speeches. And he told me that the reason was that he'd been in Toastmasters. I experienced such friendship, support, consideration at that meeting that I wanted to buy in. I wanted to have a bit of this. This seemed to me to be terrific. When I was signing the form to join Toastmasters, or applying to join Toastmasters, I noticed that on the back of the application form was the Toastmasters promise. There were ten parts to it. I have to say that I gave the total number of promises a perfunctory glance. I focused on the first item and it said I promised to come to Toastmasters meetings regularly. And I thought, well, okay, you'd expect that. I'm going to pay money, so why wouldn't I come regularly? I didn't think there was anything special about the promise. Then I came and joined Blarney Club and I went to visit several other clubs. And what I discovered was that there was consistent friendship, support, consideration throughout everywhere that I went to in Toastmasters. And this reminded me of a very big experience I had in my life in Lourdes. I took my mother, a very devout Roman Catholic, to Lourdes on three times. I'm, I was and still am an unbeliever. But what struck me more than anything else was the friendship, the care and the consideration that I noticed all around me. Whether people were pushing wheelchairs from the Azil down to the grotto, whether people were dunking people in the water 
and just simply sitting on seats in the sunshine in each other's company. There was always attentive consideration. What I generally, and what we generally would all surely call love. It was the consistency of this love that I found in Toastmasters. And I said to myself, how come? And I wonder, is it the promise that everybody made when they joined Toastmasters? I don't think so. I think most people join Toastmasters without paying a lot of attention to the promise. And I come this evening to raise your awareness of the promise and to urge you to take a look at it, take it out. I have it here in my hand. However, Toastmasters, I don't need to read it and you don't need to read it from one perspective. You are already living this promise. That's my experience. These are values. These are not simply espoused values. These are values in action. These are what I witness and what I believe you witness every time you not only come to a Toastmasters meeting, every time you meet a person from Toastmasters outside the meeting, there is a quality of love that's embodied in this promise. We need to be there for each other. We need to come to meetings to be there for each other. Not just to take, take, take. To take and to give. And that's what it is. That's what this promise matters. Toastmasters, I don't need to be able to quote this promise verbatim to you. Let me put it in my pocket. Let me fold it up and put it away because I carry it in my feet. I carry it in my gut. You carry it in your feet and your gut too. I am a witness. The Toastmasters promise is an expression of the deep values that are behaved within the organization. I promised I would bring it to your attention. I promised I would do my best to bring you something valuable. I promised I would do my best to support you. Let me finish Toastmasters with the most relevant quote from Robert Frost that I can bring you. Thank you very much. That was a rehearsal. I have delivered a variant of that speech at Blarney Toastmasters a few weeks ago. But I went over the allotted time on that occasion. And indeed, one of my weaknesses when it comes to um, speaking in competitions at Toastmasters is that I have much too often exceeded the time, sometimes even by as little as a second. But in Toastmasters, if you exceed the allotted time by one second, you are disqualified. It was also an awful lot easier to deliver the speech while I was standing holding my iPhone with the clock ticking down in front of me all the way. This evening at Toastmasters, it won't be like that. There are three lights given. 
One is green, and if you're making a five to seven minute speech, the green light comes on after five minutes. At six, the orange light, at seven, the red light, and you have 30 seconds from the time the red light comes on to finish. 31 seconds and you're out. I would love to progress from our club. I think there are three, if not four people competing in the competition. Uh, three in the speech, I think. And I hope we all do incredibly well. Last year, I represented the club, but in, a, in an impromptu speech uh, competition. But unfortunately, I was the only person from the club who competed at local level in the impromptu speech competition. This time, at least, I'm, I've got some competition, which is very good for everybody in the club, including myself. So I must uh, share this today so that if any of you are interested in Toastmasters, you can listen to it. And indeed, I shall probably do a rehearsal again this afternoon. It's now 11, 10 minutes past 11. This is Paul Omani, the hashtag, we are Toastmasters, is used in Toastmasters, fairly new hashtag, and uh, I must remember to use that today. All the best. Let me make, uh, <laughs> let me steal some line and structure from Robert Frost. The words are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I leave Toastmasters. That's a version of the last stanza, although Robert Frost says, and miles to go before I sleep, and he repeats it, and miles to go before my sleep. And when I read Robert Frost, just the end of the poem to my daughter a few minutes ago in the kitchen before leaving home, I read the last four lines. The woods are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep. And miles to go before I sleep. She said to me, I don't like the way you repeat the last line. And I said, I didn't uh, write it. And she said, oh, did someone send it to you for your opinion? And I said, now she's 12. And I said to her, no, she's never heard of Robert Frost. I said, it's written by one of the most famous American poets of all. The words are lovely. I, this comes at the end of my contest speech at Toastmasters this evening. The last time I did this speech I, I said the woods are, are lovely. But I think tonight I'll even be a little bit more clever because Toastmasters is a place which is very wordy. Lots of other things besides words but how you put words together, how you enunciate words, how you or express them, and the diversity of words that you use. And the, I was going to say, the vividness, the vivacity of words. 
the descriptiveness of the words you use are, are really, really something they're valued in Toastmasters, as you would expect. So, the words are lovely, dark and deep. But I have promises to keep. And the Toastmasters promise, which is really what I'm going to be talking about, consists of ten parts. So there are promises to keep. And they range from committing yourself to attending meetings of your club regularly, being willing to accept up positions in the club when asked to do so, treating everybody with integrity. I can't uh, outline all ten of them. To strive to help others. To follow... I don't know, the rules of Toastmasters. So there are... I have promises to keep. There are promises I have to keep. And that means really as I think it meant for Robert Frost, there are promises I intend to keep. Because Robert Frost's poem, as indeed I suspect all of Robert Frost's poetry, uh, looks forward. I may be wrong because I'm not familiar with all of Robert Frost's poetry by any means. I'm only familiar with a few of them. And those that I am familiar with, I can at the very least tweak them in my mind or make them meaningful to myself in terms of them being relevant for the future. I think that's a task a listener has if they want to have it as they listen to poetry, as they read poetry, which is to ask themselves, how, in what way is this poem relevant? Why is this poem wor worthy, worth me paying some attention to it? And I'm quite sure that some poems are not worth your while paying attention to them. They don't mean anything. They pass you by, they, they go over your head, they go, <laughs> they go under your head. You don't like the sentiment, so not everything. Um, well, not everything will be meaningful to you. And not everything will feel like it's worth your effort to make it meaningful. I have promises to keep. Could be a burden. You know, I'd just like to go home. <laughs> I'd just like to go to sleep now. But I have promises to keep. So it's a bit like, you know, I promised I'd clean the kitchen before I went to sleep. I promised I'd do that. That's a promise to keep before you go to sleep. So this evening, I'm going to promise 
people that every everything I'm going to say is going to be said with a wish to bring people benefit that I promise I'm going to do my very best to say something worthwhile two promises better than going for three it means I save a few seconds if I only do two promises and then I say and I want you to hold me to these promises not just this evening but every other time in Toastmasters yeah that'll be fine and Robert Frost the woods are lovely dark and deep but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before I sleep I guess it's the repetition of that last line which conveys certainly that there's a long way to go yet it's not just a few miles I wonder what age Robert Frost wrote that poem at anyway if you hear this Wish me luck. I will, of course, report back afterwards. Bye for now, and thank you, Robert Frost. That one second. One second. My speech at Toastmasters lasted seven minutes and thirty seconds. One more second, and I would have been disqualified. I'm still feeling shaken by having found that out one second one almost a syllable a comma oh my goodness well the good news is that I won my local club competition I won the Blarney Toastmasters speech competition and I go forward to the next round and I'm mightily pleased. I'm a bit shaken by being seven minutes and 30 seconds. I remember at one stage during the speech feeling, oh, I've got this time well under control now. I'm fine. I should have no trouble finishing this speech. But I'm hopeless at judging how long 30 seconds lasts because at 30 seconds to go, the red light comes on and <laughs> I really should be closing the speech down on the orange light or the yellow light, which is shown at six minutes rather than waiting for the red light at seven minutes to close it down. Wow. I was quite pleased with the speech, but I'm still shaken. I'm terribly pleased because I've got a, a chance to go in the next level of the competition and I must say I feel that going in for competition I do like the competition I like I like competing I always liked it in golf I love golf competitions it never has never really bothered me if I lose but I love doing my best and uh, 
Anyway, that's the end of the story from Blarney Toastmasters and my pieces of audio about preparing a speech, delivering it. I did not record the speech, the actual speech. Something didn't feel right about recording it. I don't know what that is. That's weird of me not to record the speech. But there we are. That's it. Anybody who wants to know a little bit more about Toastmasters, give me a shout.